County is full of amazing stories, and the purpose of this podcast is to collect those stories from the people that lived them. Where We Landed is a podcast that recognizes our whole story, told by the individuals that live and love this small Indiana county. Hey everybody, welcome back to Where We Landed. It's good to uh, see everybody today around the table. So this is Scott Miller. I am one of the podcast hosts today. And joining me is Alicia Hazelwood. Hello, hello. And Iris Brunner. hey yo. And we will be introducing our guests in just a moment, but we're changing things up a little bit today. We're going to do the two truths and a lie, and Iris is going to be the person sharing hers today, which dum, dum, we're dum. super excited about. So Iris... <laughs> What is your two truths and a lie? Uh, give us all three and then we'll try to guess this. Okay. Um, and uh, our guest can also guess Absolutely. as well. So um, you can you can be a part of this. So um, I was a fitness instructor in college. So that's what I did as a job. Um, I got to go bowling with Peyton Manning. And I have run five more mini marathons than my husband, Paige. Oh, all right, so I'm gonna say bowling with Peyton Manning. It was the that's the that's lie. That's the lie. Um, Jennifer, what do you think? You have any thoughts on that? Well, it all makes sense. <laughs> that's kind of part of the game. She's a yeah. tricky one. <laughs> yeah, a tricky one, and I like to win. <laughs> she does. Well, we we were scheming these um, yesterday. Paige and I were. Oh, so you had help? I asked him. Dang. I it was had, pretty interesting to watch him come up with them. The mm. one that I don't. Though he helped I, me with none of them. The one, <laughs> <laughs> I'm a little bit surprised on the mini five more mini marathons because your husband uh-huh. is a big time runner. Mm-hmm. Um, but maybe he's out doing marathons while you did the mini ooh, marathons. Ooh. So. Or maybe he's too busy coaching. And so yeah. he doesn't get to do it. Mm. She gets she to does. do it. Yeah. All right, Jennifer. Any thoughts on yours, Jennifer, which is a lie? I think the fitness instructor was a lie. Okay, so well, there's three answers and well, I, three different so answers. mine is good. I, yeah, I yeah. Do what's think, I oh, think, so all three of you have picked a different one. Yeah, yeah. I picked uh, one of us is going to win. Yeah, somebody's going to win. Right? Yep. As long as I went over Scott, that's all I want. Uh-huh. It's, it's <laughs> does, everybody's dream. Does Kylie want to? <laughs> does Kylie want to pick one from the booth? Kylie picking from the booth. Pick fitness, fitness instructor. Cheap seats. Okay, what mm. is, which one is it? Bing, bing, bing. Fitness instructor. I was not a fitness really? instructor, no. Uh-uh. I thought you were. No, uh-uh. Uh-uh, no. <laughs> it's all about how she said that. Yes. Uh, so I did actually, um, in one of my past lives, when I uh, was still in Indy, I got chosen. Um, actually, it's two really cool experiences. Um, the bank that I was working for was an official sponsor of the Colts. Hmm. So we had opened like a new branch and um, I got to meet Dwight Freeney and I was straight fangirl. And (laughs) I just remember (laughs) the CEO of the company was like, I want you guys, when you go back and tell your families that you got to meet Dwight Freeney, um, that uh, this is what you said to him. And I was like, Oh no. I'm like, I have to actually talk to him. I have to like ask him a question. So like the person in front of me, like asked like this really like in depth, like football question was like, when you sacked so-and-so with this game on this day. And I was like, what am I going to ask him? (laughs) I don't know any of this stuff. I only just learned who he was like yesterday. (laughs) And so of course, you know, he comes in and he has like this really nice suit on. I was like, I'm going to ask the red carpet question. Who are you wearing today? And 
everybody started cracking up laughing and I never got an answer. <laughs> <laughs> so but, what, how did you get but to the Peyton bullying? Manning? So um, Peyton Manning, um, that was super awesome. So he, one of his fundraisers that he did, it was called the Payback Bowl. So it was bowling. And so of course there were sponsorships and people could come. Well, they did like a random drawing and like pulled my name out and I had to actually bowl. So I was like, talk about anxiety and stress there. <laughs> I was like, um, and so they put you on a lane um, and like Peyton's just walking around and he's bowling and playing the whole entire time. He's like yeah. talking to everybody, but they put you on a lane to actually bowl with someone. So the person I pulled with was Raheem Brock, who was on the defensive line yeah. and like Gary Brackett was in the lane next to us and like all this stuff. So um, I actually got a turkey the first game and then the second game, I don't think I got, I got like double digits. <laughs> I totally embarrassed myself the second game. <laughs> so that was really cool. And Paige has never run a mini marathon. Is that right? Perfect. Has he run a marathon? So, nope. Mm -mm. So I, uh, this is how I explain it. And um, I don't think he listens, so I won't get myself in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, when you run competitively like that for him, you know, he was running 13 miles just as a regular training run or, yeah. you know, running all of those miles like during the week. So for him, it was never really like, for me, it was accomplishment. Be like, oh, look, yeah. I did it. Right. He's but, like, I do that on an average Tuesday. Right. <laughs> and so, but, and like his personality is, is like, if he's going to train for something, he's going to train to try to win. Yeah. <laughs> And he just doesn't have the time for that. Meanwhile, I'm just happy to like get across the the finish line. Did so. you were all five of yours the indie minis? Or? Um, I've done the indie mini, and I did the Fort for Fitness in Fort Wayne. Yeah, mm -hmm. awesome. And, until my knees decided that Very I don't like cool. that anymore. Those are really yeah. good. You did a really good job. So <laughs> I, I like those. Yeah. yeah, those three are really good. Job, good job, Jennifer. Good job. I actually worked retail in college, so um, I don't have, I don't have time to be a fitness instructor. <laughs> I like blending into the crowd. I like mm. it. Mm. Man. Oh, well. Well, All I right. lost that one. <laughs> well, Alicia, do you want to introduce our guest today? I do. So I'm really excited to have someone who um, has been in our community for a long time, done some really great work in our community. But um, I am thankful that I get to call her my friend and my energy coach. Mm -hmm. So she's the person I go to whenever I just need something taken off that I can't get rid of energy wise. So between her and Lisa Fox, they're my my two Zen people. So uh, it's my pleasure to introduce the newly retired Jennifer Lane Riefler. Welcome. Hello, everyone. Right. And not retired. I say graduated. 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 I like yeah. it. Yeah. I graduated. Yeah. Retired sounds like I'm old. And I'm far <laughs> not, from old. Not old at I'm all. I'm ready to graduate. <laughs> right? When can I graduate? What's the plan on that? So... Yeah. Um, so our podcast is about how the amazing people in our community landed here in Grant County. So tell us, because you're not a born here, raised here, or I'm a not a Hoosier. You're not a Hoosier. Not so a Hoosier. how in the world did you end up in Grant County? Once upon a time. <laughs> in a land far away. Yay, far, far away. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's see. I was born in Youngstown, Ohio. So Youngstown women are mm -hmm. hardcore just got to let you know. <laughs> uh, anyway, um, and uh, ended up um, moving to the San Francisco Bay Area on a transfer with a husband I used to have. And um, then from uh, San Ramon, we came here because he was transferred here with mm. General Motors. Okay. So, yes, I literally came to Grant County kicking and screaming. If you could imagine <laughs> San Francisco to Grant Marion. County. 
1999 when things were a lot different than they are now. Yeah. But I have um, learned to love this community and now call it home. Yeah. So how, um, so he, you are a, what do we call those? um, Transplant? Well, you're a transplant, but um, following spouse or something like that, right? Like trailing spouse. Mm. People, you know, where you you came because your husband or your spouse at the time had a role here. So how did you go about finding your place? Because he obviously would have had that automatic kind of network. How did you go about finding your center here in the community well when i arrived my three children were freshmen uh let's see i think seventh grade and fourth grade no sixth grade and fourth grade so um first and foremost i needed to get my kids settled so we arrived on april 1st so april fool's day the universe (laughs) sent me to marion indiana (laughs) Now I know why, so it's all good. <laughs> but um, I decided that I needed to get my kids settled before I looked for anything. Um, and uh, so that was the goal. So when they got settled and started school, then I started looking. And there was an ad in the paper for the uh, executive director position at Cancer Services. And I thought, I can do that. And uh, I grew up in, again, Youngstown. And I had uh, cancer in my family. And um my uncle was cared for or assisted by an organization that was very similar Hmm. back in the seventies. So, um, I knew exactly what it could be. So I applied and Dwight, uh, hi Dwight, Dwight, if you're listening, um, hired (laughs) me, he was the president of the board at that point in time. Anyway, um, so I kind of found myself in an organization that was floundering and was set to close and no one told me that until <laughs> they don't after tell you those things. <laughs> they, didn't, they didn't tell me that until I kind of got into things. And so um, kind of dove in head first and did what I called house cleaning and got mm-hmm. everything organized and kind of did an assessment of the community and what's up. And, oh, gee whiz, you just moved to the, the county and state of Indiana that has more cancer than any other county. Yay, you. Okay, what are you <laughs> going to do about it? Education, 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 and let's help those folks that need it. Um, so anyway... Um, you know, my whole being was mom and executive director of of this little organization that needed a lot of help. So um, the people I met, everybody I knew in this town was either related to uh, being a client or someone within the community. And um, so that's where that happened. And then um, my husband at the time, you know, there were people that I knew from from General Motors as well and utilize those contacts as well. But so that's kind of where everything started for me in this community. So it was all about everybody else, but not not me, (laughs) and which was pretty typical for me anyway, but it was all good. Um, Quite rewarding time spent, no regrets. Yeah. As you uh, think back over your time at the cancer uh, society. So nope. cancer services cancer of Grant services. County. My fault. We, you got a bar of soap because we're not allowed to say cancer society. It's cancer. Service. Cancer services. Thank you for the correction. <laughs> I appreciate that. She got if, it. If there's anything that you could do to change health or health care in rural America, you know, so you've been involved. What, what year did you start? 99. So, so, you, so 23 years. Mm-hmm. Is there anything that you'd say, Here, here's what I would do to help change health care or health in rural America? 
Well, my background is in health sciences. Um, the first thing that I did was create educational programming because there was none. There's so many misconceptions, so many people who really don't have any idea what's good for their body. Um, you know, the school systems from the ground up, you know, there was, there was so many people who um, really didn't believe it was like big brother was just telling them that cigarettes were bad when in fact cigarettes are bad you know um so there's a lot of education that still needs to happen um throughout the world you know but grant county obviously is is dear to my heart and just educating people on what is what is good for you and not thinking that it's big brother telling you but someone who cares about you is telling you that that you need to take better care of your body and um, you know, to eat right and to, you know, what's eating right, eating right. Some people think eating right means th three meals a day and eating as much as you can, as long as you can. Um, and what's the matter with drinking Mountain Dew all day long? Why can't I sleep at night? Because you drink Mountain Dew all day long. Yeah. Um, you know, I've had women come into my office at cancer services and, um, wanted a free mammogram and we do a little kind of interview and do some education and, I can't tell you countless women who said they had pain in their breasts. And so I would ask them some questions, you know, tell me a little bit about yourself. And they would drink Mountain Dew all day or coffee all day. And I can't sleep at night and I have pain in my breast. And well, caffeine causes that, yeah. you know, during your menstrual cycle and this mm -hmm. and that. And, um, and then they had no clue. And, you know, caffeine keeps you up at night. Often, sometimes people can get away with it, but if you drink, when's the last time you have one? I go get another big one, whatever, those big Slurpees or whatever, mm. before I go to bed at night. That's why you don't sleep. Yeah. Yeah, I learned that I had to stop drinking anything caffeinated at, by noon. If I drink anything caffeinated afternoon, I can't sleep that evening yeah. for whatever Same. reason. Yeah. yeah, I used to drink um, yeah. iced tea constantly. It's like, oh, okay, four o'clock, there's your cutoff, yeah. four o'clock. Um, I'm a, you know, and I drink hot tea now in the morning and then I'm done. Sometimes I drink it, sometimes I don't. But anyway, there's a lot of education these happen. Yeah. And the schools are flunking when it comes, sorry, sorry, not sorry. You know, there's, there's the health classes are so limited. Um, I used to be a guest teacher for years in the schools and Marion, um, um, Mr. Sonnefeld, Mrs. Sonnefeld, um, Marion High School. I would go out to Eastbrook. I'd go to different schools and, and teach for them. And um, Jim Sonnefeld would always say, listen to her. She knows more than your book does. And I used to make me laugh, but <laughs> yeah. it was different things. I, I brought different things that made sense to them and taught to them at their level. Because um, if you just throw a book at somebody and say, this is what you have to do, you know, they're not going to, no, not going to absorb yeah. it. But if you talk to them about why this is important to them, or how this affects their life in their future and why this doesn't make sense. Mm -hmm. Kids are more apt to listen. So you could, you know, talk to my kids. I would bring bags of um, models of breasts and, and testicles with me to school. And when my kids were in high school, they would just, mom, you got to tell us ahead of time. <laughs> right. That's mortifying. Like we need to really not. Here's the fun mom. Yeah. Here's the fun mom. My mom carries testicles. <laughs> Fake boobs yeah. and testicles yeah. in my mom's bag. Yeah. I'd pick my son up for basketball practice and he'd say, here, open this. And he'd hand out these little suitcases and the guys in the back seat with all, you know, all the kids I was taking home would go, oh, and I would go check them out. There's, could, there's lumps in there. And he was, Matt knew how to do it. So he was teaching his 
buddies and, oh and you know, so, so you go home and tell though. your mom Jennifer yeah. has testicles in the back of her car <laughs> Gavin now needs yeah. to learn uh, I'm not uh, an embarrassing mom uh, <laughs> well, I, I don't totally, carry testicles <laughs> I don't get embarrassed I just embarrass other people because I don't get embarrassed but yeah. what what important work that is and how you're working with students you know at that uh, yeah that and level. at their level you know and if Matt yeah. hands somebody a scrotum it's easier for them to look at it than me I mean right this, I was at IWU um, doing a, an opening for, they used to have a softball game indoors in one of the dorms. And um, I had scrotums and I started throwing them out because oh I got the gosh. first pitch. I started throwing the scrotums out in the audience and said, okay, guys, man up, check these out. This could save your life. And um, everybody was like looking at this. Does she really do that? Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah I really, did. I yeah, really do. She, she did do that. And yeah. um, so that was one of my more proud moments in life. <laughs> Post cancer services. What's your next play in life? So I know that you said you've shared with us off air that you were in the garden over the last uh. couple of weeks. So what's the, what's your next meaningful venture? Well, my next meaning meaningful adventure is something I've been working on for several years, actually. And, um, um, I came to find that when I would meet new clients and they'd come into my office and they'd sit down, I would already know what they needed before they told me. And I used to just think, Oh, that's just because you've been doing this a long time, but it was, you know, more detailed than just kind of like, okay, they're doing this. And so I started to get more in tune with the fact that I'm very a strong empath. I really pick up on people and um, what goes on in rooms and um, in people. So um, I started doing a lot of studying and working. And um, I work in the energy field with um, being in the empath, but also um, being intuitive. And um, I can do a pretty good job of reading the room and reading people and I do clearings and I clear the energy of people and places and special clear. I can clear things, um, but um, I use uh, my clearing for specific um, energy releases for people who are going through um, surgeries or cancer treatments um, to, re to release um, adverse effects of different medications. And this sounds really woo-woo. Um, a lot of people might think, okay, Jennifer has lost her freaking mind. Uh, no, she hasn't. She has literally found her freaking mind. And nice. uh, so um, um, I will continue doing this. I'm a practitioner of, of um, energy clearing and I have my website set up and it continues to grow and I can clear you in a room one-on-one -on -one or I can clear you virtually. I've got my farthest client is in Qatar. I never say right Qatar. Mm -hmm. um, so I, you know, I can do it, you know, do it anywhere. Um, this weekend, I'm uh, going to be in Virginia Beach at the ARE Edgar Casey's uh, facility doing a presentation and then doing clearance down there the whole time I'm there. So, wow. What's that website? And my website? Yeah, share your website. It's easy to remember. JenniferLaneReefler.com. Okay. <laughs> Great. Easy. Yeah. So, yeah, check it out. Um, there's a lot of different levels, and, you know, I'm happy there, you know, you can all email me to jlanereefler at at gmail.com if anybody has any further questions but i have many professionals um alicia included in that <laughs> thank you for mentioning that in this community that reach out to me and um because i was an executive because i understand the stresses that go along with that i have specific um 
um, clearings that I do for executives and um, I mean anybody. And it clears levels, you know, one clearing, it's not one and done. You're exposed to energy from the moment you're born. You're exposed to energies that are wonderful. You're exposed to energies that aren't so wonderful. And for anybody listening or you, you know, all around the table, you know, think back to a moment where you walked into a room and nothing was being said, but you knew you should probably turn around and leave. Yeah. Or maybe looking at a home and you're looking at houses and you walk into a house and go, Ooh. nope. Um, because it's the energy there you know we drop energy just think about um pig pen how he's dropping his dust everywhere just think of that energy dust that's being left or um you know people have um dysfunctional families or things happen tragedies happen in life but even so we're exposed to energy some of us are more empathetic than others um I work and it's it's all based on the traditional Chinese medicine. So it's like acupuncture for the soul kind of thing. Um, so anyway, that's what I'm going to do when I grow up. I do you still awesome. do you still practice and do yoga? Is that a part of kind the of energy the stuff is going that, for today? Yes, and I'll be doing it down Matter Matter Park, Matter Park. I was getting Matter Park. Yes, in the mornings, some random mornings, I'll be down there. I'll post it when I go down and do oh, yoga nice. in the mornings. Um, but yeah, and, um, I do private yoga and also, um, yeah. So do you I'm do it by it. the newly named Jim Gartland Creek? I think that that was just announced yesterday. I saw this. What I saw a cool the videos. thing. Huh? I think it's awesome. I have not done it by the Creek. It's a little rocky on the yeah. bum area, um, over there, <laughs> but you know, maybe now it's smoothed out. I yeah. can check that out and try it out. I like doing it in the gardens and, um, um, you got to watch the weddings that are going on down there and yeah. whatnot. Try to be respectful of not having the yoga lady over there doing a <laughs> downward facing dog when <laughs> someone's saying, I do. It's a good look. It's a good look, he said. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Oh my God. Imagine that. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, the yoga lady, the energy lady. Um, are Uh-oh. you, um, so you said you're traveling to Virginia beach. Do you think you're going to be doing a lot of traveling? And, uh, and, and let me also pull this back. So, Youngstown, Ohio kid. Yeah. Then spent time in San Fran and then came to uh, Marion, Indiana. Um, so talk about your traveling. Are you going to be doing a lot of that? And then what have you come to enjoy the most about Marion, Indiana after ki- coming, kicking and screaming? <laughs> I think the people, I'll answer that right off the bat. The, the biggest asset this community has is the people and a lot of good hearted people, a lot of people, you know, um, using so much of their own heart and soul to make this a better place to live in and grew up here and want to see it different. And this new generation that has kind of moved in and, and fixing buildings and you're part of making the change here. Uh, um, so yeah, that's pretty awesome. The travel piece. Um, I love to travel. Um, I plan Ireland here. That'll, <laughs> that's going to happen. Um, Scotland. Awesome. Um, but um, so I'm writing a book and I have been. So that's another thing on the on the the agenda to complete. It's called Spaces, the spaces left behind. And it's about what space is left when you lose someone. Yeah. Oh. And I, I mentioned that, I think. Did yeah. I mention that? At the, yeah, I did. At the Gas City yeah, Luncheon. Gas yeah, Gas City Luncheon. So I'm working on that book as well. But um, so once the book's done, I am planning, you know, a world tour, um, <laughs> signing yes. books everywhere, you know, doing that. I've got Barnes a, and Nobles worldwide. Yeah, you know, <laughs> I'll just make my own publishing company. I don't yeah. know. It's all good. It's, you know, <laughs> the sky's the limit. You can I'm, publish your own book on Amazon now. You don't it, need right? all that. Exactly, yeah. right? Yeah. So I'm, I, you know, joined some writing training things and i'm working towards 
the procrastination stage, but it's like, I've, you know, I've always worked full speed ahead my whole life as a child, as an adult of every stage, I was always running um, to catch up everywhere and a single mother for a lot of years kind of thing. So now I just feel like, whew, a little bit lighter. I don't have to, you know, you know, go here and be there. So I, bless, I want to go, you know? Yeah, I think I'll do that today. I think I say I, it sounds a lot like you in your personal life and in your career, it's been pouring out, pouring out, pouring out. And even in the energy clearing, right, you're trying to take that negative or heavy energy right. off of people. So what does that what do you do to rejuvenate yourself and to make sure that you're staying in a positive space? That's an awesome question. Um, actually, energy clearing saved my life um, in so many ways. It changed my life. I don't want to say saved my life because I wasn't going to, you know, do anything rash or anything. But I mean, it just um, lightened my world. The, you know, the sunshine started to brighten up. Um, so I do. I clear myself. I'm, I have energy clearings done myself. Um it turned my life around. So that is why I decided I needed to study this and be, become a practitioner because of the impact it made on my life. So that and meditation, which is so cool now, because I can actually not have to rush in the morning. I can get up. I can listen to the birds sing a little bit. <laughs> you know, I don't know about you guys, but to me, the best way to wake up in the morning is bird songs, real bird songs, windows open. Oh my God, thank you for this day. You know, I got another day. Let's go get it. Not that annoying alarm clock. Yeah, I'd never, oh I'd never use an alarm oh, clock. I, ha I never have. Mm -hmm. I just tell myself what time to wake up and I do. Um, but the birds are my favorite. So I wake up and I'll go, hmm, I think I'll go outside and do it today. Or maybe I'll listen to this guy today. Or It's only been two weeks, but I'm like, I'm just really in a great place. So it's all good. Yeah, the meditation, the yoga, the clearing. Yeah. So I was just going to ask about that transition. I mean, you know, we're accustomed to wearing like a certain hat, like, okay, right now I have on my mom hat, take that one off. Yeah. Now I have on my executive director hat, take that one off. Well, now I'm, you know what, now I want a new hat. Like how, I mean, talk, talk how you, how did, how did you get to that point? Well, I've been working, um, doing the clearing, um, for quite some time, actually. Kylie was in on the early stages of my, my trainings and whatnot, but, um, uh, so this transition was always to move into this full time. Um, so I'd never skipped a beat. I planned it the whole time. When I was clearing out my office, I, months ahead, a little bit of here, a little bit there. Because so I thought if I just bring all this stuff home and try to integrate it, I'm going to be like, ugh. Yeah. So, you know, I just a little bit of time. The day of the walk, May 6th, I um, took my nameplate, put it in my bag. Everything was already cleared out. Put Rockies on my desk on his desk, um, left him a couple notes and drawers and such things and um, walked out. So, you know, woke up on Sunday um, and said, okay, what do you want to do when you grow up? You know? So, yeah, it actually has been great. And I, I the one thing that I am like, not so much struggling with, but it's kind of makes me laugh is I'll be, oh, what do I want to do today? Hmm, I cut the grass, I got the edging done on the front garden. Got some perennials planted. I think I'll take the dogs for a walk. You know, I think I think this week will be the week that I get on and start moving my 20 miles on my bike. That's what I think I'll do this week. I'll hit my 20 before I go away. So, okay. Sounds like a fun day. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, please tell me that you woke up on Monday morning and went, ha ha, I don't have to go to work. 
<laughs> I didn't say ha ha. I want that I, excitement I, when I, I yeah, like graduate. I just <laughs> kind of just kind of sat there and was kind of again listening to the birds thinking, I don't have, have to, to get to out of bed. <laughs> I can just stay here and, you know, read that book I started. I can yeah. just when do I want to? Okay, you know, I can walk when it's dark out if I want. I can wake up at 5 a.m. or I can wake up at whenever, you know. So, yeah, this is something very freeing cool. that I've never felt before. So I feel very free. So it's pretty awesome. I'm very, very grateful to be where I am today. Very grateful. Where We Landed is sponsored today by KB Computers, located in the Boston Hill Center in Marion. When you find yourself in need of a computer repair, web services, or business IT, KB Computers is able to help. You will work directly with the local team that can meet your needs with amazing customer service. Open Monday through Thursday, 9 to 5.30, and Fridays, 9 to 5. The KB Computer team is ready to help. Just give them a call at 765-668-7700 or reach out to them via Facebook at facebook.com slash KB Computers, Inc. Thank you to KB Computers for sponsoring today's podcast. So if you could grab lunch today or dinner tonight with three people, dead or alive, that you'd want to spend some time with. Oh, wow. Here's the Scott question. Now, and I'm going to let you think on that for a second, because I'm going to go back to this when you're waking up with the birds. I just had a friend of mine who is a successful business person, runs a large business. And he was sharing with me that he's a hunter as well. And he took a guy, a customer at four in the morning to go turkey hunting. I don't like hunting, but he said the amazing thing wasn't about the hunt itself, but he said we would get in position. We'd be out of our vehicle at three, three thirty, walking all through the woods, quiet as can be, sit down next to a tree and then to begin to hear forest come alive in the morning he said the sun coming up Watching all of it those things you start hearing the squirrels everything comes awake and he said it was just breathtaking and so when you were talking about that in the morning you know hearing the birds come alive and stuff or, or chirping yeah. so i Did think they that's start really singing. cool i wrote i wrote in my um one of my facebook pages this morning that um trees are a big deal for me i would literally talk to trees i know i'm a you know again with the woo woo but i've always been i've i planted trees i'd find seedlings at kid as a kid and i plant them and i'd watch them grow and those three of them that i know of are still in the yard i grew up in and they are monstrous trees and i'm like dang look at this this is me these are me i was like five when i planted these um there's a tree on my walk every day that the branches on this tree is bigger than most trees we see if this tree could tell me a story imagine the history that this tree has seen you know, from the beginning. And uh, so, yeah, trees are pretty awesome too. So so who are your three people? That's a hard one. Who are my three people? An He's empath, notorious for asking but, the but really difficult yeah, question. As an empath, I thought that there would maybe be three that would just come right up to your mind. Or, or just do one. <laughs> <laughs> trying to help here. Yeah, oh, I mean, I'm trying to listen to him too. So let's, let's think. Hmm. <laughs> do some... Meditate real fast. Yeah. <laughs> I want to talk to. Yeah. Dead or alive. That always makes it difficult too. Oh, the dead or alive like, person. Yeah. So I could talk to someone that's alive. Yeah. And we can also, while you're thinking, have Alicia and Iris share somebody that they'd oh, like, like to do it. 
After you, Scott. After me. <laughs> I was going to say, this is the part I think in yes, the past episodes so, we've been like, this isn't about me, Scott. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I'd like to do, I, I have always been fascinated by Abe Lincoln. Growing, mm, I, I grew up mm-hmm. in Illinois. And so the land of Lincoln, you know, so you grow up around it, but just how tough things were for our country at that time. And it's tough today too, but I just, how he, how he walked his path. I, I'd love to hear his story. I think for me, um, Margaret Thatcher, Yeah, like I've always just been fascinated lady. by, by her and how she did things and the good and the bad of, of her leadership style and that type of thing. Um, and then my grandmother, my mom's mom, like she was just so influential in my life and I just miss her absolutely terribly. And so, yeah, like I'd want to sit down with her and just have lunch again yeah. and hear her voice and that type of thing. So those, would, I think those would be my two just right off the top of my head. Yeah, well, Iris is like shaking her. Like it's really hard. There's so many people. Yeah. I have mine. Okay. Um, yeah. At least the one, um, Harriet Tubman. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. I would love to sit down and have a conversation with her. I, um, found her as a child and I think I was in sixth grade doing a report and I've read everything I could get my hands on about her ever since. And Francis Slocum. Hmm. Francis Slocum was no one I'd ever heard of until I moved to to Marion and the kids would bring home homework on Francis Slocum. And so I was, um, you know, mesmerized and and um, read many books that were, you know, supposedly nonfiction based on her life kind of thing. Um, so those two would be definite, set, you know, strong women that um, were you know, in, in a different world than we are and made it happen, whatever they needed to do to survive and um, for their families to survive. So those two, at least be two of them. So to follow up on that, tell me a little bit about Francis Slocum. (laughs) (laughs) Do you know who Francis Slocum is, Scott? See, that's it. He's been in, he's been in Grant County, but no kids in school or he would have known this, right? That's Mm -hmm. right. I've actually found her grave site too. This is how weird I am. Um, Anyway, (laughs) sober in Peru. Anyway, Frances Sokum was a little Quaker girl who was kidnapped by Indians. And, you know, when you look at the Indians, everybody thinks American Indians, native people were, oh, they're the bad guys. But in their culture, if somebody murdered someone in their camp, murdered a child, whatever, they were going to come and replace that person, that body with another one. And uh, so um, this camp had been ravaged by um, some white people and wasn't people from her um, community, but they didn't know that. All white people looked alike to them. So anyway, they um, they kidnapped her and a cousin and another little neighbor kid. And I think she was like four and took her far, far away to like their winting, wintering hunter gra- hunting grounds or whatever. And um, she grew up in, um, you know, with the Indians, with the native people and became one. She was a, a redhead. <clears throat> she had little auburn hair and her whole family did. And she, um, her family never stopped looking for, her. I think there, there was many, many children in the family 
and um, it just you go through her travels and what it was like to to do this. And she married um, one of the chiefs as an adult, but she moved from this happened, I believe, in in the south somewhere, North Carolina or somewhere down there. And then she ended up going up to Kent, the edge of Kent in Fort Wayne. She was very active in Fort Wayne and back and forth. And um, they tried finding her. There'd be lineups of little redheads that they, because they would try to do treaties and the, you know, the tra- trail of tears and all of this was going on. And um, she ended up being, uh, because she was a white woman, she owned property in uh, this area of Indiana. And when the trail of tears came, many people hid on her property and didn't go because it was private property. And because she wasn't a native person, she was allowed to own land, which is really ridiculous when you think of all of that. Um, anyway, when she was very, she lost the language, you know, she, she, she didn't speak English anymore. She could think it sometimes, but it didn't make sense in her mind. But I think she was in her eighties and her finally, her youngest brother, never gave up a brother and a sister i think came and um met her and got to see her now her parents were long gone or whatnot but they finally but she didn't go with them obviously that wasn't her anymore she was a different person but um kind of put them at ease that she survived and she was you know a strong woman and so yeah thank you for sharing the story yeah she was pretty cool yeah so you know, i got my third one. Oh, you got oh, a third one all right yeah. nice just thought i of got it. a third one um so annie oakley yeah annie oakley ever since i was a kid you know um i can do anything you can, can do, do better, better. <laughs> i can do anything better than you <laughs> yes i can um yeah annie oakley totally would sit down and, and chill with her yeah so now dinner's complete dinner's, dinner's complete, complete. It's and, a, and the it's four of us full. at the same table it's a yeah. big table of strong women <laughs> Dang, the energy at that table i like but it. yeah francis or uh, um annie oakley was definitely what i have t- i had two bigger brothers i was one of six children but two older brothers and so annie oakley kind of got me in trouble sometimes because i try to beat the crap out of my brothers and you know <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know but uh, they used to take me around the neighborhood and say, bet you my sister could flip you. <laughs> and the, the kids would go, yeah, right. Get fit, bet you 50 cents. Put your money And then up. you would. I'd flip them. <laughs> I was in seventh grade. I broke some kid's jaw. You know, he was saying bad words around my baby brother. Don't, there you I go. told you to shut up, dude. Don't mess with me. <laughs> he put his fists up and I brought mine up. And that was the end of the story. <laughs> yeah. So the real Things Jennifer, you learn about your the friends. The Jennifer comes out. I'm going right? to move just a little bit out of her reach right now. <laughs> right. Scott's yes. scooting over yes. slightly. <laughs> Slowly scooting away. It's the only jaw I ever broke, I promise. It's like, the only jaw. I've never broken a jaw. <laughs> I, think, I think I was probably 12 or something when this happened and was later eighth grade. Some kids started liking me, you know, those oh, eighth no. grade things. And, and he's like, yeah, this... I even remember the kid's name. He goes, did you really break so-and-so's jaw? I'm like, oh my God, people knew about this. <laughs> I ran home so fast when that blood started coming out of his mouth. I thought, I'm going to jail. Right. <laughs> I didn't think anybody knew, but apparently they did. And, you know, the dates were kind of slow coming back then because uh, <laughs> don't, she breaks fingers. Don't mess with her. Right. <laughs> so, what are some of the things in Grant County? Because you have decided and made Grant County and Marion your home. What are some of your favorite 
places, whether it's places to eat, places to meditate, you know, what are some of those secret gems of Grant County that really stand out to you that you wish more people knew about? Wish more people knew about. Well, a lot of people know about Motter Park. Um, I, I love to eat like early mornings down there by the river or in the gardens um, and just listening again to the water, listening to the trees, listening to the birds and, you know, you're watching the squirrels or whatnot. And, uh, you know, some people have that in their backyard and, you know, Marion has, um, amazing, the bike trails. Um, I have, I can't even tell you the thousands of miles I've ridden on the trails over the years. Um, so cycling on the trails is a big one for me. And, um, I've got a seven year old grandson, um, Who's, uh, you know, as cool as his grandma, not better. Well, Nana, not grandma. Right. Nana. 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 Yeah. You're not my grandma. You're my Nana. That's right, buddy. (laughs) Grandmas are old. This one's not. That's right. Um, At least mine was. Anyway, um, he loves to go to um, Ivanhoe's. And I know everybody knows that place too. But Ivanhoe's and Garfield. He's had his picture by Garfield every year from the beginning. Every spring we go as soon as you can get the strawberries, right? That's right. You got to go out there. I think that's one of our questions is what's your Ivanhoe's order? Right. My Ivanhoe's order is um, definitely... I usually do at least once a year strawberry shortcake as the meal. Yeah, there you yeah, go. You, That's my friend. <laughs> you, you have to do these things on occasion. You just have to just indulge and just kind of yeah. dig into it. And um, yeah, I don't. I don't do fried things. I not. I'm not one that eats that kind of stuff. So their salads. I usually kind of jump yeah. around with their salads. But um, yeah, you got to do the strawberry shortcake at least once a year as a meal. I recommend it highly. Scott, have you had one of those yet? I haven't, but my mouth is literally wide okay. right now. Oh, it's so good. And then I was thinking about the chocolate chocolate chip shakes over here. <laughs> <laughs> like my, my chocolate mama. chip is always This my is favorite. all homemade, though. Like, they, uh, she they makes, makes the cake. She makes the cake. Day. She really? makes yeah. the strawberry stuff. It's not something out of a package that someone no. sliced off. It's right. just like mouth died and went to strawberry shortcake heaven, <laughs> and it's, it's worth a meal. Yeah. Yeah. It is worth a meal. So good. I I actually rode my bike there from Marion with a friend. And um, well, that definitely deserves strawberry shortcake. I know. You're burning it all off. I wanted to that time. I had a meal and I had the strawberry shortcake, which is, I mean, it's huge. That's a lot. It's It's big. Yeah. Um, So you said earlier um, about reading. I know that's one of the other things we usually like to find out is like, what are you reading or what are you watching or what are you listening to? Any, any good, like indulging shows that we need to ask to add to our list or books. Scott likes to take a list of books. Mm -hmm. I, Mm -hmm. um, I have always been drawn to um, early English, you know, battles and, um, and I, I, I can't watch any kind of fighting show that's current right now, all the guns and all that. No, but swords and, you know, cannons things and, and yeah, I'm totally into that. Um, <laughs> so I, I, um, oh, she's, I'm looking at my phone. To she's going to look at her phone yeah, to see what's on the list. I got, no, I'm reading the book I'm reading now, but you know, people that know me know that I paint the world with a giant paintbrush, lots of colors and lots, you know, I think big, um, yeah, at cancer services, Sherry was my detail person. She always told people that she used the tiny brush to clean up, you know, do all the details. <laughs> as Jennifer was the big one, but um, anyway, 
So I read the books. The funny thing is I half the time I don't even know the names of them. I have to keep a list. I'm like terrible with like authors too. So like I usually keep a list of, of what I've read or where I'm, what I'm currently reading too. Well, this one is called The Winds of War, I think. Oh. Yeah. Um, let's see. Yeah, and, Winds of War. And it's T.C. Edges the, is the... Um, T.C. Edges is the author. And this is, I think, the fourth in the series. And it just came out the day I graduated. So <laughs> I was planning to start this. But it you know, takes me back in days of old and um, costumes and all that kind of stuff I'm into. And I'm, um, I don't do much TV. In fact, I didn't have a TV for years until my kids were like, you need a TV. <laughs> we need to get you a TV. So Christmas, the TV shows up. So we, I have TV now. So. I, you know, but I just kind of watch silly things or, you know, again, um, it's the one everybody watches and the really handsome Scottish dude. That Outlander. Came. Outlander. That's mm-hmm. the one I can't think of the name. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a book series if he, you want to read He could ride book bikes with me anytime. Any Same. Yeah. Anyway. Wow. So I'm watching. <laughs> I follow him on social media. Me too. It's ridiculous. I haven't done that it's yet. It's a problem. But I, I just think he's just too oh. cute for school. So, you know. He's so adventurous. He's always going and doing something. He's got a new series from Outlander where it's him and the guy that I think oh, plays yeah, his uncle mm-hmm. and they travel S- around Scotland. Scott is so, so left funny. out right now. He has I, no idea what yeah, we're talking about. I feel about. like we're just evolving. It's, <laughs> it's totally not only the guy thing. Outlander to me yes. is like home. Yeah. And that's mm-hmm. my, I had yeah. my DNA checked. You yeah, know? that is home. Um, and Scottish, I, that's me. That's who mm-hmm. I am. And um, don't have the red hair, but... I really relate to it. And my family came from the hills in North Carolina and where all that stuff kind of takes right. place in the movie. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So it's it's kind it's, of just being home for me. So, yeah. yeah. Grant, we think Grant County is great. It is great. And what if you had one tip for something to improve Grant County? So as great as it is today, if you had one tip and said, man, if this happened, this would make this place even better. What would that be? Yikes. What would that one thing be? Because, you know, if you had a magic bullet that could fix everything, <laughs> eventually we're going to find it on this show. Someone's going to Someone's going to say it. <laughs> and it could be you. <laughs> Come on down. I've actually been, yeah. say, I've actually been saying this literally ever since my first United Way meeting back in 1999 with Cancer Services. And it, it's starting. But I saw that there was so much good, lots of not-for-profits, lots of people trying to do good things. But I'm a, a big proponent of creating a community web. You can't be independent. You have to hold hands on these things and you have to share your, your ideas and your views and not worry about one-upping somebody or worry about, oh, they might get there first. It's an us thing here. This planet, this community, we need to work together. So community that creating that community web where everybody kind of holds hands and works together for a common good. And, and, you know, again, that's, oh, Jennifer, that's, you're crazy. That's never going to happen. It can happen. It's not going to happen overnight and it has already started to happen. So just people just need to, um, you know, have that common goal to make this a better place, just like you would anywhere you lived and be a part of it. You know, if you hide under a rock, things are never going to change. And if you're going to complain about it, then do something about it. 
if if you complain and you just sit there and complain, no changes will happen and you're going to continue to plain, complain. And I mean, my one of my models in life is if you live in your blessings, you'll always be blessed. Hmm. You know, everybody has crap. Everybody has ugliness. Everybody has those sad things that happen to us. But if you dwell there, you will remain there. So live in your blessings. And, you know, what do we have wonderful in this community? There's a lot of wonderful in this community. And so, you know, I could have, you know, sat here from coming from San Francisco. And, and I mean, literally, I mean, honestly, I called Mary in the armpit of Indiana. Little did I know there's worse places in Indiana to live. You wouldn't know that by the health rankings of the community, by the way. But, um, you know, but that was way I, I, you know, telling my friends in California, oh my God, oh my God. And then finally I was like, you know what? You need to let it go because this is good and this is good and this is good. So just dwell on the good and the good will grow. And be grateful every day. Be grateful. Wake up and be grateful. The first words out of my mouth every morning is, thank you, Lord, for a new day. Because yep. I'm thrilled to be here. Jennifer, as we wrap up, I was going to give you a chance again to share your website so that sure. people can get in touch with you if they want to. Um, and and then also, we wanted to tell you thank you for your years of service. Thank uh, you. Thank you. With, uh, with cancer services and all that you've done to impact lives and families here in our community and and the difference that you've made really during people's toughest hours and, um, and being there for them. So, so thank you for that. And then if you would, as we wrap up, share your website. Sure. Again, it's jenniferlanereefler.com and you can email me directly through the website or you can email me at jlanereefler at gmail.com. No, wait a minute. My email, my email for the, uh, wait a minute. JenniferLaneReefler.com is my website, jlanereefler at gmail. Okay, I got to get that straight. And we Sometimes I say something different that's in my head. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do, 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 do. We can put it in the show notes as well so that there people you go. can show get notes. in touch with you. So. Yes, but yeah, give me a call and um, we'll talk about it. And um, no, it's, uh, again, it's changed my life and I'm, I'm happy to share it with others. And it's a way for me, I've, I've always been a helper. Ever yeah. since I was little, I've always been a helper and doing my job at cancer services. I'm a helper. I'm a fixer. I can, I can, you know, uh, do these things in my community, but now I can do my work, um, with energy worldwide. I yeah. can do it and help people all over the place. It doesn't have to just be here in Grant County, but obviously I'm happy to help people in Grant County too. Awesome. Well, thank you for joining us Thanks with for the, me. where this we landed. Fun. Yep. And uh, I'll come back and talk about my book and all my book signings yes. when that's ready. Perfect. Absolutely. Perfect. <laughs> I'd love to have you back. But thank you. And everybody have a great day. We'll see you next week on Where We Landed. See ya. Bye. Today's podcast was engineered by Kyra Montero of Frequency Canvas.